welcome to another episode of Heroes and. This is a podcast where we talk about heroes and comics, movies, TV shows, and Young Justice coming back finally for season three. Basically, if it's part of geek culture, we're going to talk about it. I'm Cody. And I'm Andy. And today we're talking about heroes and Doctor Strange. So the movie came out. It was a big hit in the box office. Mm -hmm. And so I'm assuming that you guys have seen it. If you haven't yet, spoiler alert. Check out now. Yes. Go see it. Yes. And then come back and check our uh, hear our thoughts on it. So uh, you've been warned. So we're just going to dive right into our thoughts on the movie. And uh, Cody, what did you think, man? You saw it on Friday? Friday night. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I uh, I enjoyed it. I thought that it was really good. I know um, if you, like we talked about a little bit um, on our last episode, mm-hmm. when, on our Spotlight Doctor Strange, um, I wasn't necessarily super excited going in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's m- maybe just a little bit, that was just not knowing the character as much and g- those kind of things. But I think that it was done really well. Yeah. I think it was a lot of fun and it was interesting to see uh, just a kind of character that I think, like much much in the same way that Tony Stark, is uh, is kind of redeemed. I think we see a, a full kind of redemption story with uh, with Stephen Strange going from being a very unlikable uh, jerk yeah. to, to you know, and even like that interaction that um, that he has with Rachel McAdams with Rachel McAdams yeah, character. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, is very like that, you know, right before he leaves, it's, it's very much like this is not a nice guy. No. Going to seeing him, you know, really kind of become a full, like full fledged hero, um, I thought was really interesting. And so, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Andy, what'd you think? Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it as well. I went on Friday um, and I caught a, the, a 2D showing of it. So I think okay. that's important just for the sake of uh comparing the two you saw it in 3- 3d yeah so you saw it in 3d i saw it in 2d um and there are m- multiple times during the movie that i thought i my brain is melting right now and i, I can't <laughs> yeah. even imagine it, how how this uh, you know appears and comes out in 3d cody how were some of those scenes i'm very curious was it worth the 3d ticket price did it just highlight one or two scenes you know what well, how was how did all that come out uh, I think I think in the scenes with the, you know, where reality is being bended, or, yeah, or when the ancient one is first sending him through all of like the, the dimensions <laughs> and layers of reality, and, yeah, and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in those moments, much much like if did you see Inception in three D? I did not. Came? No, I wish that I'd seen that three D. Yeah. Right? but anyway, but so. Uh, but I think those moments were really cool to see it, mm-hmm. um, just as far as like when things are bending around and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but aside from those, you know, it's kind of just a standard like the depth perception is better yeah. uh, and such, just like a normal kind of 3D viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think it was worth it to pay for the 3D for me yes. because yes. I didn't actually pay for my ticket at all. Yes, Cody. <laughs> so... That made it worth it. Yes, but I don't. You got you got some. You had some gift cards. You had some. I had blood some gift, I, donations. Guys, here's. Let me just <laughs> let me grab pen and paper because I'm about to take you to school. Random offshoot. This is not about Doctor Strange. This is about about how you can save money. So, and, and lives and and lives yes, and lives. Yes. So you're doing good work and you're seeing good movies. You just have to be intentional about which movies you see. Uh, so, uh, so here's what you do. Most like I donate blood. 
with the one blood, you know, that's what we have here, here in Orlando. Yes. Uh, so uh, I go to a particular spot where there's not a movie theater, but they still do the blood donation. So they give you Fandango tickets. Yes. So they give you two free Fandango tickets every time you donate blood. Per person. Per person. Yes. So you can donate blood every eight weeks. Yes. So every eight weeks you get two free tickets. And Morgan and I, my girlfriend, yes. go together. Yes. So we get that's two dates. You get four tickets. You get four tickets yes. right then. So and Fandango. Not and they're even, Fandango tickets so you can use from them. this particular if you're yeah. in Orlando, it's the Winter Garden Village. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty much there every weekend. <laughs> but so but so yeah, so you get two free tickets for Fandango. They add up to twelve dollars each. Yes. Um, you know, per ticket. So uh, you can usually see a 3D showing, even if you wanted to. I went to the ETX Theater at Disney Springs, so it was yes. a little more expensive than that. But totally worth it uh, because you're saving lives and <laughs> getting free movies. So you don't have to pay for movies anymore, but you do have to be intentional. And this is kind of the, some of the sick madness that has happened in my life recently. Is I've, I put it on my calendar to, so that I know how far... I know what movies are coming out and if I'm going to be able to donate blood again in time to see them. So, like, I know that while I have two free movie tickets right now, I can't use them because I won't be able to donate blood again before Rogue One comes out. You're so... This is so ridiculous. <laughs> but I love it. I absolutely love it. Here so, I thought I was doing... Here I thought I was doing good with uh, catching a matinee for five fifty at a local... Or getting a good Groupon deal. Or getting a good Groupon deal. Cody Best Pick is just donating blood and walking out with two Fandango tickets. So he has it on his calendar every eight weeks. Son, <laughs> check yourself. Uh, so anyways, so 3D was worth it for you. 3D was worth it. I, I do think it was... I do think um and like my friend tony texted me uh because he saw the movie thursday night mm -hmm. uh and he said that it was worth the 3d he recommended seeing it in 3d so and gotcha. he definitely paid full price so <laughs> and for his girlfriend more than likely so you know <laughs> he's it, not he's not doing it right yeah he's not he doesn't he, I, tony if you're listening you're welcome <laughs> anyways anyways I, all I, that to say <laughs> i think the general consensus it yeah. seems like is that the movie's been pretty well received yeah uh from you know from across like between us mm -hmm. and uh and just from most of the reviews that are out there yeah is that it's been handled well but yeah. not unflawed no but there has only been like one or two perfect movies actually i think it's three back, <laughs> back to the future, future one, one part two part three <laughs> thank you nick winkleman for yes. teaching us that but so andy is there anything notable uh, that you didn't enjoy about this movie I, I honestly, and I think it's there was some expectation at least uh, I, that I had that I was a little, little concerned about the villain, uh -huh. and because unfortunately, and it's it's kind of getting a reputation of uh, you know Marvel films having weak villains, mm -hmm. and it's hard to disagree with that. I think there are one or two notable. Marvel like MCU villains that stand out and that are incredible, yeah. but I think majority of them are kind of weak and not really, uh, you know, major major villains. And even if they are important villains, they for whatever reason can't pull them off of like the way they are in the comics, you know. Right. And so um, that unfortunately happens. It, it is what it is. So I was a little disappointed by the villain. You know, you had your your bad, you know, sorcerers, you know, that were for a lot of times they were 
fighting with you know Doctor Strange and the Ancient One and Mordor and and all that stuff but you kind of then realize wait they're not even the main villains you know they're not even the main bad guys Cassilius yeah and so you you kind of realize oh oh wait he's he's just a you know he's just a a a pawn you know for the the real bad guy which was this like matter energy dark energy force you know at least that's how it is in in this movie in the comics he's like this hellish figure and it has like you know he looks like a demon and obviously they didn't go that that route with you know with the film um so all that to say the the villain was was okay uh it, you know it is yeah. what it is but um other other than that honestly i just really i really enjoyed it it was a fun movie i thought uh britney really enjoyed it she had no you know knowledge going into the movie about the character, which was funny because she asked me as we were getting ready, she asked me like, Hey, so tell me quickly who this Dr. Strange is. And so I told her and I said, well, first off, uh, his first name is Steven, not, not <laughs> doctor. Yeah. With a PH, not doctor. She just kind of like smirked and like rolled her eyes at me. Uh, so that was, that was a good, that was a good joke. Mm-hmm, I was proud mm-hmm, of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, being able to use that again, Cody, that, <laughs> thanks to you. Um, but so I told her that and I kind of just gave her the highlights of what the, what we talked about in the episode. Um, and then she pretty much got it from that point on. So, yeah. um, but yeah, she really enjoyed it. Uh, were there any? Was there anything from the movie movie that you didn't like, or something that you thought was kind of flawed or weak compared to other Marvel movies? Uh, I think, I think I I note I agree with the villain issue, mm-hmm. um, and I think the only, like the most notable villain. I know we've I'm sure we've talked about this before, but being Loki, uh, and I think the the success of him is that his 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 reasons for being bad like he he was led to believe very much that he could have been king of asgard yeah uh when it seems like ultimately that never could be the case so then when he comes back in avengers it's like oh yeah like he's like now he's his revenge scheme is justified to some degree Mm -hmm. um and i really thought that this movie was going to you know as we start to unpack more of cassilius's character uh and we learn that the ancient one has also been using the dark side yeah um, for you know to to sustain her life yeah um, it was really gonna start to, I was I was interested to see if they were gonna kind of flip it to where no the ancient one's actually the bad guy here mm-hmm. and and Cassilius is is really like trying to do something good and even if they didn't go that direction at least give him like unpack that a little bit more give him more of a motivation right like, right at least you were able to see the traces of that so you could right. dive you know, you could have gone deeper with that. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would have liked to unpack that more. And even just the just the issue that like where we opened with him beheading somebody. <laughs> that caught me off guard. I was not ready for that. <laughs> the first scene, yeah. which was like really like uh which it seemed out a little out of the norm for a Marvel movie, but yeah. even just like I feel like to some degree that was like kind of a fear tactic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, because he like, and even just the fact that he's a like he's a sorcerer, and like I'm sure he knows the spell that he could have just killed the guy. Yeah, but he used actual blades to do it. But um, I think the I think the only the bigger issue or the the other notable issue that I felt was just that the pacing was a little bit weird at some times. Okay. Um, just as far as uh, I guess Stephen Stephen Strange's training, okay. more specifically, I think. 
Um, and like, I feel like we got, and I know, like, I understand that he, um, like that he's a, like he has a photographic memory mm-hmm. and he can learn quickly. And yeah. he, like, I, like they did the stuff where he's reading the books really quickly. Yeah. Um, and they, we see him go from the white outfit to the red outfit to the blue outfit to, I would assume, or, you know, what it's led to believe is that that's his level of training. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like getting just a little bit more, whether, even if it was just like a, a like for lack of a better word, a Rocky training montage, you know, yeah. like, to uh, to help speed that along, you know, um, I, I think would have been good. Um, but overall, I think, I do think it was a good movie. I think just a few, you know, minor issues there. Yeah. Overall, again, I, I think I enjoyed it. I think you, like you're saying, you still enjoyed it. Yeah. Audience, I mean, around, you know, like as far as like on Rotten Tomatoes and what we're seeing reviews on uh, online and stuff like that, general audience, in, you know, enjoys it. Yeah. I um, I know some some people that have said that it's their favorite so far. Of really? All, like their new favorite of all the Marvel movies. That's crazy to me. Which, I mean, Iron Man 3. <laughs> that, it's just crazy. i'm just kidding but it's crazy to think that which i do think there is success in that this one feels the less the least superhero-y to some degree yeah yeah um maybe the only one that i could think like would be comp- compete with that is is ant-man mm-hmm. but yeah i think i think this one just like it feels like not to say more grounded but it just feels different and so yeah. i think Maybe that's some of where that's coming from. The whole supernatural and like the spells and like going into that dimension of stuff was a lot of fun. And I think they did a really good job in executing that and explaining that and unpacking that and it not being too weird. Because I think that was one of our concerns is like, how are they going to pull this off? You know, and Mm -hmm. it, it not get too deep and too mystical or too supernatural but i think i don't know i thought i thought they pulled it off it it, it was a very light-hearted supernatural movie mm-hmm. and that, you know yeah, and i, I yeah. think that's a good it thing. wasn't harry potter 7 no <laughs> no it was reeked with which is a great movie but reeked with sadness ultimately yeah, yeah. in amidst all of the you know kind of superpowers and such yeah um but i mean again People are enjoying it, and we actually got some some feedback on our social media uh, on Twitter. So, if you guys don't know by now, but we know whenever these big superhero movies come out, we always ask for your one emoji review on Twitter. And so we got a few of those, uh, which is a lot of fun to try to figure out what that means. Uh, so we got one from our good friend Oscar of the podcast, and he uh, he used the one emoji of just uh, the eye. Uh-huh. emoji which was a lot of fun and uh he was talking about it. that represents you know all the gorgeous trippy visuals and you know the mm-hmm. um what was it called the spell the, the eye of agamotto yeah 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 so uh, i thought that was i thought that was a lot of a lot of fun that was really clever on oscar's part we also got um from another friend of our friend of the podcast from at melissa reyes on twitter uh she gave us the clapping hands just a standard clapping. standard like I mean, she applauded yeah she applauds this movie yeah <laughs> um, applauds benedict and so uh, i think that one fortunately i think with this one all of the one emoji reviews were ones that it was easy to decipher <laughs> yes I like sometimes that. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's, it's a little bit like wait a minute what's tricky. going on here it's tricky but uh yeah so mel thank you for sending us that yeah sending that our way yes we also got uh another one emoji review uh from at caleb combs and he just put the two hands 
Mm-hmm. And he, I like that he just clarifies that's a 10 finger review. So I'm assuming he's giving it. So just, I would assume like normal is the normal stand like five. Sure. Or normal's out of 10, I guess. So you know, either unless way, it, unless it's, it's a Tim it's O'Donnell a full, score. It's unless a full it's Tim, score. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, I mean, Caleb, is that out of 100? <laughs> no, I, I don't think I'm it's just out kidding. of 100. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I don't kidding. think it's out of 100. Yeah. I think, it, I think it, he very clearly enjoyed yeah, it as yeah. well. So, um, and I think the only remaining one emoji reviews, Andy, are. That I'm confused about. Are, are ours. Yes. And so what was your one emoji review? I put the upside down smiley face. Uh-huh. Because it was to point out the trippiness of uh-huh. the movie, but also I enjoyed it. Uh-huh. So just like they're flying around. So you were rolling. Yeah, exactly. Trying to follow the action and all that but stuff. You but you were I, still happy. I was still enjoying the film. So that's why I went with that. CP, what was your emoji about? My one emoji review was the... Uh, it's it looks like a detective yes it, yes and so the reason for that is because i realized with this that uh while benedict cumberbatch mm-hmm. he has i know that he says penguins funny yes and i know that he uh almost killed captain kirk yes yes but i haven't really seen much of his work and so uh, i know that he played a dragon in yes. the hobbit mm-hmm. but i'm not going to devote another six hours of my life to watch i think it's movies. longer than that i'm actually. pretty sure it's probably longer than that yeah. <laughs> and i'm gonna say all this and then melissa and oscar and jody cortez <laughs> are gonna say hey we're gonna watch these but that's okay yeah that's okay uh yeah. but i also know that he he uh is this character named sherlock mm-hmm. not like the same sherlock as in Holmes, as yes. in the one robert downey jr played in movies but on bbc he has a tv show called sherlock yeah. and i think this movie made me just want to watch sherlock Really? I've never watched Sherlock. Okay. Like I've not been I've n- I know that it's been a thing and yeah. I've heard that it's I've heard great things about it. But I want to watch Sherlock. So That's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah. Uh let's talk a little bit more about uh Cumberbatch a little bit. CP, what did you think of his performance as Doctor Strange? Do you think he nailed it? Do you think you think he can stand toe to toe with some of the other leading actors that we have in the MCU? Like that's a it's a pretty exclusive club i mm-hmm. feel like now so you think he's he's joined in pretty good and fairly and whatnot i think so i think he's definitely got the the acting chops yeah uh to be able to like be on screen with uh with like with robert downey jr you mm-hmm. know and some of the bigger names that we have in the mcu yeah um, i will say that i think this is the first time that i've heard him with an english like an american english yeah. accent mm-hmm um, so I thought that was just like interesting. Like that was like throwing me off to hear. I would a hundred a hundred percent agree with you. I don't know what it was, and maybe it's the same thing. But there was just something that was distracting me just a little bit about his voice. That's not the voice that comes I, out of your mouth. I, I don't. I don't know. You have such a cool voice. Yeah, I don't know what it. Just it, use your voice. I think it might have been the first time because the the only other big movie I've seen him in is Star Trek yeah um and into darkness and i think he has his accent or a different accent in that movie Mm -hmm. and so but it's more similar to an english yeah 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 so this was the first time i just heard him straight up and using you know an american accent and it it was at first i had to get it was weird but i had to get used Mm -hmm. to it so i agree with you yeah it, it was weird but i i did very much enjoy particularly i think um before he uh you know like before he goes off to train Mm -hmm. uh because i think in that he did a great job of really communicating that just how arrogant and prideful 
um, this Stephen Strange character is, you know. Yeah. And then even once he loses his hands, mm-hmm. his first reaction when he wakes up and he sees all the needles, you know, holding his hands together yeah. uh, as he heals is he says, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Like immediately, he's not like, there's no thank you for helping me. Mm-hmm. There's no thank you for saving me or whatever. It's mm-hmm. immediately... As soon as he wakes up, he's like, you did something, like, you messed me up. I could have fixed this, you yeah. know? Um, and just as we see him spiral further and further um, down that, you know, that path and uh, and just get more and more frustrated with Christine and, yeah. you know, and that whole, like, the fact that he can't be healed, uh, I thought it was, I thought it was really powerful. And it, it's interesting that, you know, you, you, they do a good job of making you feel bad for a guy that's a jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but and then once he like as as he becomes Doctor Strange, you know, um, I thought it was just a lot of fun. You yeah, know? I thought he did a good job. Uh, yeah, I I would agree with you, CP, on that that very powerful scene where Doctor Palmer or Nurse Palmer, Doctor Palmer, you know, Rachel yeah. McAdams's uh, character comes uh, to his apartment and brings him food, uh, you know, groceries or whatnot, mm-hmm. and he's being a jerk to her. And she says, this is the part where you apologize. And he, not missing a beat, says, this is the part where you just leave. And I yeah. was, I think all, I think like, I don't know about you, but like in my theater, everyone was like, oh, oh, like everyone was caught off on like how much of a jerk this guy was and yeah. how much of a jerk he was being to her. Um, and I, I, I mean, I really, it was a very powerful scene, scene in my opinion, but I just loved how I feel like, yeah. He was doing justice to the character before yeah. he went and trained and met met you know the ancient one and all of that and so um, that was just incredible. But I was really like I was like oh my gosh like oh snaps you know he just he just went mm-hmm. there you know so um, that was that was definitely a big a big deal for sure. Yeah, I think I think he did I think he did a, a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about the ancient one? I thought she killed it. To be honest with you, like from the very first moment when she shows up and they start fighting, um, I don't know where they are. Are they are they in London? I think or... they're yeah, because they're aren't they outside the the London Sanctum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, first scene she's there, she's fighting and she's you know fighting these bad uh, sorcerers and whatnot, and she cre- creates like the mirror world at that yeah. point, just in that pocket to protect it, and. She was just incredible, and I just thought, "Oh wow, you do not mess with this, you know, with this this girl, mm-hmm. you know." And so, uh, I thought the way she spoke, her demeanor, the you know, the way she interacted with Doctor Strange and just all the other characters, uh, I thought it was great. And I I really mm-hmm. thought she just excelled. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, she was she was a, a like the perfect fit." Um, I know some people were a little uh, upset, and they were criticizing Marvel for choosing a female to play mm-hmm. the ancient one mm-hmm. and me not knowing a whole lot about Dr. Strange and reading a lot of that, you know, those comics and all that. I, I didn't, I didn't mind. I, yeah. I wasn't offended or anything like that. So, so finally seeing her and her portrayal of the character, I was like, wow, she, she did a great job. Did you enjoy her performance? Yeah. I, I thought she did. I thought, think she did a great job as well. And uh, I think I was very much convinced um, and eager to learn more about her. Because she seemed very, uh, very, you know, mysterious and very, like, I was very much interested to see what her true motivations were mm-hmm. or weren't, you yeah. know, with this whole, with this whole thing. And 
uh, and with teaching Stephen Strange and all, and all of those, you know, all of that, um, I was interested to see if she implied that she knew that he would one day become Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Uh, because, but it seems like she only knew up to the end of her life, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting <laughs> then that she wouldn't train him or didn't want to train him if she knew that she was going to train him. Yeah. That time prediction stuff, you know, it always gets weird, but yeah. I think she did a good job. Yeah. I think um, she was very much enjoyable. And I will say that I think uh, just, you know, speaking of the cast and the characters, I would have liked to see more of Wong mm-hmm. because I think his character was a lot of fun and, and that he very like, especially as, as we first meet him and he's not entertained by Steven's jokes mm-hmm. at all. You know, I think it was, I think he was just a cool character to see. And I'm sure, uh, I don't know that they have a Doctor Strange sequel announced yet. I'm sure that there's one out there, one you know, yeah, planned. But I would have liked to see more of him, and I'm sure that in that sequel, yeah, and much less in the as we progress in the MCU, we'll see more of him. Yeah, the whole cast was great. Honestly, though, it was like looking at this cast, and and I don't, it's not like I have a cast list of like from the other MCU movies, mm-hmm. but man, this is a stellar cast that they have. They really brought. Not just popular actors, uh, you know, and actresses, but really talented yeah. actors and actresses, and that is huge. I thought, like, to give this movie credibility, I thought to mm-hmm. maybe the general audience and who aren't who aren't familiar with this character or Marvel or the MCU, like maybe if they just look at, oh, who's in this movie? Like, oh wow, he's in it, she's yeah. in it. Yeah, like, wow, this must be a good movie. I in everyone, I thought. There, honestly, in my opinion, there wasn't a uh, a weak performance as far as acting yeah, was I th- concerned. I think that the, just the, these movies are finally getting to the place where they're they're really being taken seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, just as far as as far as the general populace is concerned, and hopefully, uh, as as far as the you know Academy Awards and uh, and the award the award ceremonies, yeah, and season and all that um, stuff, yeah, you know, like hopefully as far as those those are concerned as well, because I think this movie definitely, it, maybe it doesn't win. I don't like I I can't think of a movie with better visuals mm-hmm. that it would be going up against so far. But I think definitely for the the, the visuals that they did yeah. and what they accomplished with you know with the mind bending stuff, this one deserves to be at least be nominated. Yeah. Um, but I know, unfortunately, it seems like sometimes these superhero movies aren't considered, you know, yeah. uh, to be like in that that caliber. Of yeah, movies. and they're so. not taken, you know, quote unquote serious, right? You know, enough for that, which is very disappointing, um, in my opinion. There's one thing you you uh, talked about this just now about the technology. As I was watching this movie, I was again blown away by a lot of the the scenes and uh, what you know what what was on screen. But one thing that caught my attention um, was his cloak, uh, you know, Doctor Strange's cloak that finally, you know, chooses him. Mm-hmm. And then he just, you know, he he begins to wear it and, it, you know, it helps him out. And it it knocked out or killed that one, you know, evil sorcerer, sor- uh, you know, which was a lot of fun to see it just mm-hmm. keep on banging, yeah. you know, him against the floor. But as I was watching this movie, I was thinking, that's the technology that they're going to use for a live action Aladdin. <laughs> that was my thought. That I kid you not, dude. I was like that's that's the first that's the first, you know, screening image viewing of of the of magic carpet, of the magic carpet. Like, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's the carpet. What and, if? And so that cloak was made out of 
What if that's that cloak was made out of the magic carpet? What if that cloak? It's all connected. What if that cloak came from the cave of wonders as well as what? What? It's what? all connected. Of it's all. It's it one world. Disney's been doing the ancient this. one. The ancient one got that from Aladdin. Yes. Ancient one is really A Aladdin genie. and Jasmine's. <laughs> Aladdin and Jasmine's albino child. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous but I think, think, honestly truly i was watching it and i just could every time i saw the cloak i was like if you guys carpet. don't know andy's favorite movie or favorite disney movie yes is aladdin yes so this is this is where all this it, is coming it's from. a big deal in my life uh, <laughs> but yeah i was watching it and so i thought of i thought of carpet and then i also thought and i don't know if they'll ever do this but i thought if any, if any movie studio wanted to do a uh, mortal kombat remake now's the time because some of the fighting that we saw with uh be- between you know uh in dr strange and the ancient one with all of their hand symbols and mm-hmm. weapons and all that stuff like that looked yeah. sick and so i just thought oh yeah that's raiden like that was my thought <laughs> like oh that's raiden from yeah. mortal kombat yeah. you know so um it was good for sure i will say going back to the the cloak of levitation mm-hmm. do you feel like we had enough explanation of that um no but i i feel like like we kind of made it a joke when we went through the you know dr stranger's abilities and powers and all that stuff you know we said you know he also has this cloak of levitation that helps him levitate like helps him fly yeah. like we you know what i'm saying yeah. like we kind of made that joke so I, I i feel like people were able to get that at least now whether or not they get that the cloak is like its own entity like it's not just like a a clothing accessory like it's a living mm-hmm. real thing that you know that's why it was con- like pulling him away and pulling him to you know towards the weapon and, yeah. and not towards the you know the axe that was hanging on the wall right it wanted you him know? to use the, the trap yeah so um it's a it's a real thing sort of like carpet <laughs> <laughs> from, from Aladdin, and so uh, You're right. No, but I'm tracking with you. Yeah, Andy. you get it. You get it. But I mean, it's all the same. It's just small little things. But I, I don't think the audience missed anything necessarily. Okay, I, I agree. I, yeah. I, I had someone tell me that, and I was like, I feel like if you can't really like, you see it floating in the cabinet. Yeah, by itself, and it's moving, and it's like swaying. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's very clear it's not hanging on anything. Yeah. And then it's just floating around, you know, yeah. and then it's being funny, like yeah. the carpet also. But, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but just kind of talking about these items, you mm-hmm. know, we saw the eye of Agamotto, mm-hmm. which was confirmed in a very kind of, you know, off the shoulder kind of way to be an infinity stone. Yeah. So we only have one left. Yeah. Th- now we do. Now, you know, we all said, the infinity stones. We said that last time. It's like we couldn't, we can't, couldn't remember if there was two left or just one left. And so, yeah, there's there's one left, and before things get really crazy now, um, and apparently from what what's been you know reported and said, uh, there's not going to be of an Infinity Stone in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, so which really only leads leaves Thor, you know, or the, you know Black next, Panther. I have a theory about this. Uh, is but that may be true? Is Black Panther before? infinity war or after here how about you keep talking and i will do a google search. you do a quick research well because again um james gunn which is the director of guardians volume two right he he's the one that said and i, I don't know what 
it was for press and all that stuff for the movie. But he said that, you know, Black Panther is the last movie before Infinity War Part One. So he said that a stone won't be in in his movie. So I guess it only leaves either Spider-Man Homecoming or Black Panther or Spider-Man Homecoming. That would be a real curveball. I think. What's your theory with Black Panther and, and that being the movie? Uh, so we know, uh, which we, you, you and I learned this from when we did our spotlight episode on Black Panther. Yes. But one of the uh, cool things that Black Panther is able to do is he's able to communicate with previous Black oh, Panthers. Yes. Yes. And as far as, correct me if I'm wrong here, but we have the Tesseract, which is space mm-hmm. stone. We have the orb, which was power. Mm-hmm. Ether was reality. We have the. Uh, Loki's staff, which was mind, which is also in Vision's head now. Yes. And then we have the time stone, mm-hmm. which is in the eye of Agamotto. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're only missing the soul stone if we're going with what's traditionally seen in like the comic, Infi- the comic mm-hmm. Infinity Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that that one is will sh- is in Wakanda. Okay. And that that is kind of what the Black Panther uses. I think we'll get into the place where we Black Panther communicates with the dead. Mm. Uh, and maybe that's kind of the object that, like, you know, I, for, hopefully this, it won't be a thing where uh, Ulysses' claw is trying to take another item, you know. Yeah. And it's not like Guardians or, you know, Tesseract, like yeah. that same kind of fight. But I think that we'll see that show up. Uh, and that it will be the soul stone is in Wakanda. I do. I will say with these, <laughs> that's a pretty good like uh, theory for sure. And especially like if again using the Black Panther and his uh, some of his abilities as far as again like you said connecting to uh, past Black Panthers, mm-hmm. meaning that they're dead. He can maybe cross over and speak to their souls. Yeah, and want to communicate with them and their so, astral projections. Yeah, so that might be. So. That's that sounds pretty solid. I mean, I I have no say or power in the MCU movies no, and all that stuff. Unfortunately, you don't have Kevin Feige. I do not. So I'm not gonna be able to get the word to them. <laughs> but we'll see what we can do. So so, but uh, yeah. So I think I and just may also because Thor, like we already got a we already got a Infinity Stone from a Thor movie. So I okay. don't think that they'll go that route. But I will say. With these Infinity Stones, if the sorcerers know that the Eye of Agamotto is an Infinity Stone, mm-hmm. how come they haven't spoken up sooner since all these Infinity Stones have been showing up? Like, don't they, if they know that this one, I feel like, and I should have mentioned this, I guess, when we were talking about <laughs> issues with the movie, but I think this is maybe just a, a little bit of a bump with the, the movie, like the MCU as a whole, kind of just with the planning of the thing. Yeah. Because if the sorcerers know about this Infinity Stone, then in theory, or at least in my mind, they should know about like what all the Infinity Stones are. Yeah. And so they should know like when the Tesseract showed up, oh, like that's a te- that's an Infinity Stone. And then when they they you know, I I would assume that they were at least paying attention when Ultron was around, you yeah. know. And they would know, oh, that's the Mind Stone. And mm-hmm. then, you know, like then, well, that's three of, like, if we yeah. have the eye. At that point, they're like, connecting some dots. Yeah, there should able... be something like, wait a minute, that's three I... of six. We're halfway there, <laughs> you know? So, Ancient One, yeah, I'm like, I love you, and I think you did a good job, but why pay attention? I, I, can, tell, I can follow that, and I can see how it, it can just be like, 
you don't you don't realize that you have this incredible powerful you know gem stone here that that can alter time reality. yeah at, at right. least for the one that they have you know yeah and so not only that but it's so powerful enough that it's actually part of a it's a part set. of the set yeah you so, don't break up the set yeah so so if you have part of the set you know where the rest of the set is yeah i i mean it's just i i would agree yes it sounds like okay there's they dropped the ball there a little bit you know i can see that but um it's kind of like i mean I, I feel like all the stones have been except for guardians again Gar- guardians was great because they that's i mean everything was laid out before them this yeah. is a this is a this is a stone there's so much power right. with the, it with the collector yeah and the collector's like hey this is everything you need to know about this stuff you know so that's the only mcu movie that everything is on the table the guardians know? are the only ones that are fully aware yeah of what the bigger play is yeah up to and then thor at least for what we've seen on the you know in the movies you know right. so um but i i can again i can see your point all the other stones, though, it's kind of like, oh, this is a really powerful thing. Let's protect it. Let's just protect mm-hmm. this one thing. So I, I guess it makes sense if they want to follow suit with that. Um, so let's talk a little bit about future. Yes. With So we got a couple We got a couple Easter eggs, mm-hmm. uh, but we also got the, the post-credit scene with Thor. Yeah. It was good to see him back because yes. he wasn't invited to Civil War. So mm-hmm. we got Thor... And Doctor Strange interacting. Andy, what did you think of just that little teaser? It was great. It was so much fun. Yeah. And Thor, Thor is great. Like, Chris Hemsworth does just a great job in, yeah. that, in that character and really owning it and just being, you know, uh, he, being funny without being intentionally funny, I think, or uh-huh. being like... Without um, being ridiculous or, or being, cheesy. Yeah, exactly. And being able to like mock humans for being weak you know and not as powerful or you know as Mm -hmm. awesome as he is and so that's a lot of fun um so yeah it was just great it was a small interaction the beer joke was great you know and so (laughs) yeah um but i i got really excited for it and so and i feel like it set up more thor like it set up it did a good job setting up the next thor movie Mm -hmm. um and i didn't anticipate that yeah you know so that was really neat so maybe we'll see strange in thor is that what we're kind of led to believe i think so because and uh, some of this is just i'm I'm guessing based on just how they did the teaser with Mm ant-man because the teaser in ant-man is the same scene from civil war yeah yeah yeah. when they're talking to bucky you Mm -hmm. know uh saying he's saying people are going to come for you and all this you know like it because they were filming civil war right before that was released and so same kind of thing with this yeah uh so i'm assuming that that's where this i think that scene that we saw will is taken straight out of thor okay uh ragnarok i was a little confused by it just because it seems like in my mind last time we saw thor mm-hmm. was at the end of avengers age of ultron mm-hmm. right in avengers age of ultron it's implied that and oh sorry let me backtrack before that we saw at the end of thor 2 mm-hmm. remember in thor 2 loki dies Yes. But then he's not really dead. Correct. Uh, and then we find out, as viewers, that he's on the throne in Asgard. Yes. Pretending to be Odin. Yes. But it's implied that Thor doesn't know that. Yes. So I was a little confused in this Doctor Strange moment as to why 
Thor talks about him and Loki trying to find his brother, or trying to find their dad, yeah. trying to find Odin, mm-hmm. uh, and knowing that Odin is on Earth. Yeah. And he says, once we find Odin, we'll leave. Doctor Strange says, yeah, I'll help you. But I thought that Thor didn't know that Loki was alive. Yeah, I think there's some filling in the gap that gaps that they're going to do in, with that movie. And then for that scene now would then make sense. Yeah. I think that scene, um, and I don't know if it's like, I, I don't know if it's a matter of like nerds and geeks are reading everything online that, you know, Marvel knows that they can just, you know, not connect all the dots because everything is online. So explanations are online. Yeah, like, I mean, I already are, know, you know that, yeah, Loki, yeah. that some point Thor's going to find out Loki's alive and he's like Odin's alive and, you know, yeah. like Odin's not in Asgard. Like, I already know that. Yeah. But yeah, it, it just it's it me is, being an angry nerd. <laughs> I know. It is just a little, you know, I, I did, really didn't mind it, but I think it's because I kind of knew like that's where the next movie was going to go and the plot and... You know, the next one's like essentially a end of the world Armageddon type movie with Thor. And, you know, but it's also going to be a some form of a, you know, Planet Hulk. Buddy kinda, comedy. Yeah. So it's just going to be a lot of. But I, I, I know that just because I I'm reading stuff online. And, yeah. You know, I'm following news and updates on it. So I think that's where at least that's why, like to me, that's why they can get away with some of that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and then we have people who don't know that stuff that can listen to a podcast like Heroes and and right we and can find that stuff out, <laughs> and they can also find out stuff that it seems like I was the only person in my group that that caught this. Okay, so Andy, I don't know if you caught this little little reference because you know how I am with this stuff. I like when they acknowledge yes that this is a part of a bigger universe. You yes you do. Uh, so did you notice the Avengers Tower? Yes. Okay, I got that in New York City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you notice when they talk about Rhodey? Are you talking about the 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 gentleman uh, when he's in the car? When he's yeah. So if if you have seen the movie, you yeah. know when right before Strange crashes his car, yeah, uh, he's he's talking on the phone, and the person on the other end is reading off potential uh, clients, you yeah. know, to him, and they talk about a Air Force Colonel mm-hmm. that has a burst fracture, mm-hmm. which I had to do some googling of what that meant. <laughs> it means just it just like. You hit something so hard that it just shattered. Yeah. Uh, you know, like it wasn't broken. It mm-hmm. was just like, you know, broken to pieces. You'd have to reconstruct it. So, but they were talking about Rhodey. And I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. It's like, you could save him. Doctor, I, Doc, I, Doctor Strange, you could save him. I really thought like some of that, I timeline wise, I don't. Remember, it's all happening simultaneous. I know. But so then that, again, that's where my mind, not that it's a time travel movie, but it's just like, so what we saw, not that it's in chronological order order but like again civil war is happening then at the same time as strange as dr strange like is that at least i so just know like dr strange that which i think that would that's something that they could have done better with dr strange is showing how much time has progressed in this movie yeah because like civil war they they say very clearly this that it happens over the course of like once they start going after Cap, mm-hmm. there's only like 72 hours. Like yeah. Cap, Tony says, like give me three days or whatever. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so we know how fast that's progressing. Yeah. Um, but at least the assumption is at least when War Machine falls mm-hmm. at the ba- the fight, the airport battle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is happening at the same time, or right before 
Steven crashes his car. Yeah. That's what, again, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but that's the only way that comment makes sense. Makes sense for it to be roadie is if the timeline wise, this is, this movie's happening which, the, near the same time as that airport scene which they, in Civil War. I think they tend to be that way. Like, I always, I've always, it, uh, it's hard for me to remember that, like, <laughs> yeah. maybe I think it's a yeah. thing of because, like, we are seeing these movies at least, you know, typically six months apart from each other. Mm-hmm. So then to think, like, like ne- you know, next year, this time next year when we're watching Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. And think, and we're seeing Thor and Doctor Strange together on screen, we have to know that this already happened. Yeah. Quote, unquote, you know. That scene, at least, that you're, that you're referring to. Yeah. 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 I think uh, why I'm a little confused, like, again, and I don't want to drag this out, so listeners just bear with us. But, again... I always take these movies as they're just happening one after the other. Mm -hmm. And so unless it's a hard reboot type of situation where it's a little, it's like kind of like Fast and the Furious and you realize, hey, the third one, Tokyo Drift, is actually number number seven. Mm-hmm. or you know what i'm saying or, or number six or what you know and so it's like that that's a big course direction you know change you right know? So, right um so with these movies i'm always thinking okay civil war already happened and that's in the past and roadie is already on the road to recovery right, the way right. we see him at the end of the movie and this is happening after that so i I'm not saying you're wrong or I'm right or, you know, vice versa. I'm just, that's how I always see these movies as. Sure. They're going in after one after the other. Yeah. Even with, in the sense of time as well. So I think, oh, just one more thing and then we can wrap this up. <laughs> what changed, I thought, I thought the same way until right before Avengers 1, uh, Marvel released a graphic and I can, you can post it on our social media actually. Um, uh, it, but it details what happens up to the events of the Avengers. Okay. And it starts with, like, it goes back as far as when the Tesseract, when Odin leaves the Tesseract on Earth is the okay. first thing. Um, and then, like, it's it says years B-I-M, which is, like, before Tony says that he's Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, it says, like, it just kind of moves through uh, everything that happens. Bruce getting, like, it says that five years before uh, uh, Tony becomes Tony says that he's Iron Man. Bruce uh, is when Bruce becomes the Hulk, uh, and then, you know it goes through, and then ultimately it goes through the last week leading up to um, mm-hmm. leading up to the Avengers. Uh, so that was the this was like you see it all laid out, you know, mm-hmm. in one thing of exactly how everything's happening. Um, and I th- I don't they haven't done this for like for Age of Ultron, which I think would have been cool to do. But so that was the kind of thing that you know really like helped yeah. me understand this is all happening simultaneously it could it could again or uh, it, it all depends on how you perceive it and how and again unless marvel says something kind of officially that you know at least in me how i'm always going to see these movies is okay this happened in this movie and then six like months a later story. yeah like a story and the next chapter is this you know and i everything before it happened already mm-hmm. not necessarily at the same time, you know, so, um, but it, it is what it is, but that was a cool Easter egg reference, you know, mm-hmm. and I was, what's crazy is I was trying to connect the dots and I was trying to, even when he was like floating, 
through all the different dimensions and stuff You're like that. I'm trying to see. I'm not even looking at Strange. I'm looking at the corners. Like is Thor is like Thanos is gonna be there? Just like, I th- for a moment, I know, thought Dormammu was Thanos. Yeah, yeah like when they I teased was, his yeah, face yeah, yeah, before so they too. like at the end, I was like. <gasps> I thought so too. I was like, oh crap, here we go. No, but it wasn't. <laughs> but even then, so again, he's falling, Strange is falling. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> uh, Strange is falling through all the different dimensions. I'm like, some, I'm going to miss something. Like, this part is so trippy. I got to just pay attention to the whole screen at the same time with <laughs> my both eyes, eyes are big enough. I should have sat at, closer. <laughs> but looking at different parts of the screen at the same time. So, anyways, I didn't want to, I thought there was going to be something there. Yeah, but there, but wasn't. there wasn't. There, yeah, there wasn't. So, all right. But so that is our episode for Heroes and Doctor Strange. Thank you so much for listening to Heroes and. If you like what you hear, share us with your friends. We would really, really appreciate that. Uh, and for the latest geeky news, you can check us out on Twitter. And for memes that are at least a little bit funny. Just a little bit. Just at least a little bit. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, both of those at heroes underscore and. And check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash heroes and. Just want to give you guys the comics dropping on November 9th. We have All-Star Batman number four, Clone Conspiracy issue number two. And I'm pretty excited for this one. I don't know if I'm going to pick it up because... Just because I don't know if I want to spend the money right now, but because uh, you want to watch, you want to get Clone Conspiracy and Green Lantern. That's true. Yeah. That's but, why you don't. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, that you don't want to spend the money; it's that you want to spend the money elsewhere on other stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, but the last comic book recommendation I have for you is a wrestling comic book. It is called WWE Then, Now, and Forever, issue number one. For those who are into wrestling, um, it's talking about the breakup of the Shield. If you don't watch wrestling, you have no idea what the heck I'm talking about. I, you said strategic homeland enforcement. <laughs> <laughs> Intervention not, enforcement. Not, logistics. Not that shield. Just call it shield. No, not that not shield. Not the same shield. No, different shield. Wrestling shield <laughs> with Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose. That's a really that's a really good joke. Let's wrap the episode on that. <laughs> All high right. Note. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Heroes and I'm Cody and I'm Andy and, and we're out. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was a fun episode cuz that was good. That was good.